Welcome to the Generous Life Podcast. I am Lori Farquhar, president of NCF South Florida, and I am here today with two of my colleagues, Emily Kreisel and Stefan Tavigian. It's good to be here. Welcome, Emily, your first podcast ever. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you. Emily is our marketing and event coordinator, and we truly could not do what we do without Emily on our team. <laughs> she does way more than just coordinate. Like, she makes it happen. Absolutely. I guess that's a, that's what coordinate means. Yep. I've just thought about that. A little mm. bit. Well, today we're here to continue our discussion on our core values. So we've been talking about our mission and vision, and our mission is to redefine generosity and reimagine our communities. And we do that through certain core values that we have as a team. And the, the first core value that we're going to talk about is humility. So, Emily, why don't you tell us how Stefan demonstrates humility? Unbelievable. That's a setup. That's a setup. But I'm happy that you guys recognize that. Why are you guys laughing so much? <laughs> okay. I think we're just going to have to throw out this whole I segment. <laughs> so today we're here to talk Jeez. about humility. That's one of our key core values. So Stefan, why don't you give us the lowdown on humility and how we define it? Yeah, it was such an interesting journey when we sat down several months ago and we began to think through our core values. First of all, there was a strong case made that as an organization, you need to have core values. You can't just have them in your head. You can't just think, oh, yeah, yeah, we have core values. And then you ask the different people on your team, what's our core values? And everybody's got a different one. So we decided let's just set ourselves um, on five or six or seven and and come to the conclusion that, okay, these are our core values. And so it was a lot of work. We went back and forth, um, obviously began to think, and, okay, God, what what is it that these core values, you know, are to demonstrate about who we are and what scripture verses speak out to us? A core to that was the fruit of the Spirit. So we looked at in Galatians 5, and that's on our walls. If you ever come to our office, is you'll, you'll see that. So um, one of the ones we felt that like was very important, not just for who we are as an organization and the way we conduct ourselves internally with each other, but also externally, was humility. And it's always a weird one when you go, let me tell you how humble we are. We're far from humble. We always say these are aspirational. So every single day, I don't know about you, but every single day I put my head a pillow at night, and as I'm falling asleep, I think of all the stupid stuff I said throughout <laughs> the day, and then uh, keeps me awake for a while. And there are a lot of stupid things. I think things of all the stupid stuff you say, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think everybody thinks of the stupid stuff I say, like, I can't believe I said that. Can't, can't believe I actually said what I was thinking. No, but we do say uh, humility. The way we've defined it is that we are eager to listen, always assume the best in others, and are quick to own our own mistakes. And one of the things you'll hear about as a theme to our core values is that not only is there a personal application, but then there's a corporate application, as well as who we want our community to be like. So internally, we're eager to listen, and we all have some strong opinions, opinionated people on our team when we like it that way, but how do we learn to listen to each other and you feel the freedom to express your opinion, but we also learn to go, 
okay, I'm also going to listen to someone else's opinion and thought, but also always assume the best in others. And I know for me, um, that's all – I find it as I'm honest, I will – you sort of – and maybe I don't know about you guys, probably not you guys, you're much more righteous than I am, but I often default to the idea that I'm right. It's just my natural default. Oh, my, I'm right about this person. I'm right about my opinion. That's just, oh, yeah, my opinion is, is you know, is is um, superior to your opinion kind of thing. And you have to train yourself to stop and think your opinion or your position could be wrong. Mm-hmm. And actually, you've heard me say before, you know, that I wake up in the morning often and I say, Lord, let me be suspicious of myself today. And so I think the other, assuming the best in others, we can all have stories of that, and then we're quick to own our mistakes. So when we make a mistake, it's it's a lot easier to just go, hey, I, I'm sorry I made a mistake. Let's move on versus digging in and defending and all that stuff. So humility. But how do we even do that even as a Christian community? Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I look at our Christian community and I ask myself, you know, are we eager to listen? You know, even now we're so divided. Everybody's this and everybody's that. And we label people, well, you're in this category, you're in this category. What about sitting down and listening, and, and do we do enough of that? And I think there are those that do. Do we assume the best in others? I mean, I, I often hear that we assume the worst. I can't believe you voted that way. I can't believe you think that way. I can't believe, you know, and then are we quick to own our own mistakes when we have done that? So that's a big, important part of it, um, and that's one of the reasons why collectively we decided, hey, this has got to be one of our core values. So, but um, – but it's good to have Emily here because she actually lives with it and also has to – part of her role is to help us communicate it. And mm-hmm. I think love to hear some of Emily's perspectives on how she does that, what she's experienced, where maybe have we failed or where we could improve, uh, that kind of stuff. So, Emily, welcome. And your thoughts on this because you've been part of this conversation as thank well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um yeah, I feel like humility has definitely been something that, you know, it's an ongoing thing that everybody has to work through. It's something that um, has definitely stuck out to me, you know, as I've kind of grown up in the faith and then started my own professional career, um, what humility looks like in different aspects of life, whether it's just with your friends or with your family, um, even in college versus in work. Um, it's just all very different. but. Mm. Um, it's so critical to maintaining good relationships with your peers, good relationships um, with the people that you work with on a daily basis. Um, I know for me, it's very easy to sometimes like misread an email or a text Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh my gosh, like this came across so aggressive and I can't believe, you know, they feel this way about this. And then really, you know, all I have to do is just kind of stop take a minute and like Hmm. look at it again, reread it and maybe consider, Oh, did I read this? Did I even read this correctly? Mm -hmm. Am I just kind of interpreting my own feelings into this? Or am I, you know, maybe putting a little bit more emotion into this than was intended by the actual author. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I think a lot of it is just having humility sometimes just means taking a pause Mm -hmm. and, um, trying to see things from somebody else's perspective because mm-hmm. your perspective isn't always what's true mm-hmm. or what was the intention. Um, so yeah, I think it's a great application, and it's like because it's true, and I I love the fact that you've put emphasis on the idea of pause. Like 
you know, stop. Hey, I could respond to that email you're referring to. And also now you, you're just aggravating situation because you're responding and then they're responding and you go back and forth versus you going, let me stop and let me reread it. And it, let's say it was written with harshness or something, but because you take the pause and you come at it from a humble perspective, maybe your response is now a position of humility and you're actually modeling for whoever sent that email. Like, you know, you, you're not aggravating the situation. You know, they always say a good leader will walk into a room and if things are intense, their job is to lower the temperature in the room, mm-hmm. not rise it up. Yep. You yeah. know, and so that's what you're talking about. Yeah. And I, th- I think too, as we have grown, you know, we've talked about on other podcasts that uh, we're 20 years old this, uh, <laughs> this year. So we're just celebrating that. And as the team has grown from two people to 18, mm-hmm. um, you know, everybody's style of writing is also a little different. Yes. <laughs> so it's, it, that's really important that you point that out is because like I might be in a hurry and just writing something quickly and not really thinking about the tone of my email or my text. And so that pause is, is, is really so important. And then having a chance to actually have the conversation with the person, mm-hmm. giving them that uh, always assuming the best in others, you know, always giving them the benefit of the doubt that they're trying to work with you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I and think that that continues to be a little bit difficult as we grow, hmm, you know, always. with the number Human of team nature. members we have. Mm-hmm. And and I think, Emily, I would, I would ask you this is like in the minute or so we have left or a couple minutes is do you like you're because you're involved in the area of communications and you're putting on events and events are live. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's in, it's happening now. And as much as there's planning goes on and then the execution of, and then the follow up, and then you're on the hot seat during that event because something could be going awry. And yet the quote unquote, the show must go on and you're having to deal with, you know, people's opinions and, or maybe even us as staff members, you know, you probably hear it from me from time, Emily, we got to do this. We got to do it. And you're like, <laughs> okay, I'm working on it. Just be quiet and all this kind of yep. stuff. And so you're dealing with it real <laughs> Never time. happens. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And you do a phenomenal job. Let me just go on record saying that. So, but like, how, 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 how are you, like, what have you developed in your career so far? Because you came out of college to join us. How have you seen yourself like get better at, you know, hey, mm-hmm. I've actually become more humble or maybe not uh, by working <laughs> here at NCF? <laughs> working at NCF has definitely challenged my sense of humility. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I, I think in events they are fun because like you say, you know, it is live and the show must go on. Um, but I think Part of being humble in these situations is just recognizing, okay, what is the most important thing right now? Am I the most important thing? No, it's whatever we're trying to communicate Mm -hmm. from the front of the room. Or, you know, it's not only the messaging, but our people's experiences. Mm -hmm. Like we want everyone that walks into this room to feel welcome. We want them to have like a phenomenal time. We want them to feel like they are a part of the family here. Mm -hmm. Um, And so if they're not, you know, if something goes awry, you have to kind of focus on what can I do to fix this situation? Mm -hmm. What can I do to make this better? It's not so much that like this person is complaining to me and, you know, they've got a problem and Mm -hmm. they're Mm -hmm. upset about something. And oh my gosh, I can't believe they're acting this way. It's more so, okay, they're not having a good experience. What can we do to make this a better experience, to make this into a better story for them? 
Um, and so that's a great perspective. You know, when you go back to like what's happening at the front of the room again, like it's just we want to make sure that whatever is happening in the front of the stage is what's being focused on. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, you don't want little disturbances from the staff or no, but yeah, uh, yeah. because of distractions and all the what what all the things that are going wrong that maybe you're the only person that's aware of it is could could become the focal versus the purpose of this event and in some ways you're having to cover up all that and absorb all that to make sure okay I'll deal with that later but right now I've got to poker face my way through this mm-hmm. and just make it happen yeah. because if I made if I made a big deal about it then it ruins it for everybody right yeah know? and I think you I think also in the social media we do you know the focus is on the cool god story of that person versus it's always about NCF 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 I mean there there is no story about NCF South Florida unless it's a story about what God is doing in and through people. And that to me is always the story. You know, it's not just our logo. It's like, hey, it's all about us. No, it's actually about the people that are part of this tribe. And uh, and I would say as a listener, we just always want to encourage you to be, be a part of our tribe. We would hope that many of you that are listening, you know, uh, we know that you're part of our tribe. You're part of our what we call the NCF family. You're a client of ours. You've experienced what we do in Invest, Equip, Unite, and uh, we couldn't do it without you. But then there's some of you that may be listening. You say, I want to be a part of something like that. And uh, we welcome you to be a part of something like that. In fact, we encourage you to join. So we look forward to that. And thank you for joining the Generous Life podcast.